Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Whether you knew it or not, we started a new sermon series last week. The Living Life in Him series. So over the next few weeks, we are going to spend time in Colossians chapter 2. And what's really exciting and challenging is Halloween's on a Sunday this year. And it's the fifth Sunday of the month. So no pressure, Pastor Nathaniel. But you got to do a spooky sermon and tie it in with a hymn. Stay tuned. Colossians chapter 2. And if you're able, would you stand as we read God's Word this morning? Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing, with thankfulness. I want us to be mindful of Paul's words here. Notice that rooted and built up comes before strengthened in the faith. And we'll see it again in Ephesians 3. We needed to be rooted and built up in Him. That comes before the strength. Verse 8, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ is the, all the fullness of the deity Let me start that one over again. Verse 9. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. And Jesus, we do praise you that you're above all. And Lord, as we live life in You, may we continue to be rooted in You, to be 
open and obedient to the way Your Spirit fills us and then moves us and directs us. How Your Word shapes us. Lord, maybe, may, may, may that be where we find everything that guides and directs us. And Lord, bless me now as I preach Your Word. I pray for clarity of thought and speech. And Lord, I pray that we not only hear Your Word, but may we do what it says. May we put it into action in our lives and allow it to do its work in us, to transform us. And Lord, I pray all these things in Your precious name, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. I love to walk down and get the mail. I look forward to getting the mail. Always have. Now growing up, the Ferguson house in Laurel Point, West Virginia was kind of in the middle of a hill. And our mailbox was with a bunch of other mailboxes alongside the main road. So to get the mail, we'd have to walk down the hill and walk back up. When we didn't stop and somebody get out of the car and go get it at the bottom of the road. Now, one of the things about walking down to get the mail is we had to cut through our neighbor's yard, Betty and Jim. And in the early summertime, they had two plum trees that produced beautiful purple plums that they let us pick and eat. I bought Laura plum trees for Mother's Day back probably 10 or 11 years ago. One of them took really well and it didn't produce fruit. That's why I bought another one the next year. Maybe they needed to cross-pollinate. They were yellow plums. We may have got fruit one year. That second tree didn't take root and just kind of fell over. The soil's not so great where we are in spring water. Got hard water, got hard soil. And if you can even call it soil, I think you may call it clay. It's important that things take root if it's going to produce fruit. It's important things take root if they're going to grow. And what does Paul say in Colossians chapter 2? Verse 7, we are to be rooted and built up in Him. That's how we continue to live our lives in Him. Rooted and built up. And I love the, the prayer Paul prays for the church in Ephesus. It's a great prayer. Flip, flip a few pages back. 
Sorry, guys who are controlling the screen. It's not on there. Jim, it's just Jim back there. Sorry, Jim. So listen, listen closely or read along. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. I pray that out of His glorious riches, He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power. Do you see it there again? First you had to be in the Spirit before you got the strength. Then you had to be rooted and established in love before you get the power. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. There's got to be roots, huh? There's got to be roots. Jesus said something about that when he shared the parable of the sower. Turn to Matthew chapter 13. This has been a kind of busy day for Jesus when we get to Matthew 13. He's kind of had a a little disagreement with the Pharisees. Been busy talking to the crowd outside. And now he's going to go down to the lake or the Sea of Galilee. Verse thir- pardon me, verse 1 of chapter 13, that same day Jesus went out of the house and He sat down by the lake, Lake Genesaret. Such large crowds gathered around Him that He got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Doesn't that sound nice? I noticed some of you are cold because it actually got cold last night. These folks, they get to listen to Jesus preach on the shore of a a beach. Sounds nice. Then He told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. Did you hear that? Not much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. Did you hear that? Shallow soil. Christians, we do not want to have shallow soil. We don't want to be shallow Christians. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, 
where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, thirty times what was sown. He who has ears, let him hear. That's the kind of Christians we want to be. Hundred, sixty, thirty. Jump down to verse 18. Jesus does a little splaining. Verse 18, listen to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who received the seed that fell on rocky places is the person who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But, since they have no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the person who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the man who receives, hears the word, and understands it. Produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or even thirty times what was sown. So let's get back to verse 21. Since they have no root, it lasts only a short time. So how do we get roots Roots that go down. How do you keep the soil soft? How do you get the roots, keep the roots from being shallow? By planting yourself on the rock. That kind of sounds like a paradox, doesn't it? But it's not. We plant ourselves on the rock. Oftentimes when people first get saved, maybe they're not discipled correctly. They, they think it all depends on them. Sometimes Christians get discouraged in their walk because they, they might mess up and think, oh, I messed up again. It doesn't depend on us. We build on the rock, not ourselves. It's by practicing His Word and being obedient to Him. That's how we keep our hearts soft. That's how the roots grow deep. We build on the rock. Now I'm using Jesus' words from Matthew chapter 7. Did you get the robocall? Did you read it? Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down. I guarantee it, folks, the rain's going to come. The streams rose 
And the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall. Because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built their house on the sand. The rain came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. For the first time, In 16 years, Laura and I walked along a beach together this summer. We celebrated 20 years of marriage, and just she and I went to Myrtle Beach. And we love to walk. The only thing better than walking is walking on the beach. One day we walked nine miles in one walk. And I liked walking on the crushed seashells. I like how it kind of massaged my feet. Those crushed, Lord didn't like it, it was a little too sharp. I liked where the waves would come up and hit your ankles and walking along the, the beach, but you know what my favorite was? And the, this most often happened at night. Stepping on the sandcastles that had been destroyed by the tide. <laughs> Goopy sand. It went between the toes. And it was like, oh, that feels good. <laughs> there was nothing left of those sandcastles but gloop. Because the waves came and washed everything away. A good illustration of what happens when we don't plant ourselves on the rock. Build ourselves in Him. That's good advice Jesus gives, isn't it? Whoever puts these words of mine into practice, I hope it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. How are we going to know the words of His if we don't read them? How are we going to know what to practice? Boy, some people get really, really mad at me now. Mom, don't get mad. People who love this book, don't get mad. I want to steal from Erica's message back in March. Devotionals are wonderful. Dessert. This is what we read, folks. This is where we hear directly from Him. This is what builds us up when we put it into practice. Don't get mad, Mom. Be careful what you read. Jesus' calling is awful. And I'm going to make people mad when I say that. But I said it last week. Your shepherd leads you to good food, good pasture. In the first edition of that Book, that devotion on Jesus calling. Sarah Young talked about how she she got this idea for the devotional 
by reading seekers who would hear a different word from the Lord and then share it. All the word we have to hear comes out of here. Stay away from stuff like that. You kind of get an idea what Eric and I talk about in the office. She made a great illustration. She doesn't need someone talking on her behalf. Let me illustrate. Good morning, everybody. I talked to Erica. And she said this and that. She doesn't need me to say that for her, does she? She can speak for herself. So can Jesus. That's what he did in the Gospels. That's what he does in Revelation. Be careful with that other stuff. It makes you feel good. Yeah, because it was written by a lady. And when you read it, who sounds like a middle-aged lady who says nice things? Because that's what it is. Be careful. I'm glad you don't have tomatoes. I know there's some of you who read that. I'm telling you this because I love you. Practice His Word. Read His Word. Build on the rock. You know, I'm I'm preaching to a bunch of Christians, right? That's who this message is written to. Those who have put their hope in Jesus Christ unto salvation. And from there, have begun to live for Him. The sanctification. The being set apart. The work that God does in us by the power of His Spirit. All this that we do, we don't do alone. But what does this, living in Him, the sanctification, require of us? To be open and obedient, totally consecrated to live in life in Him, with His Spirit filling us. His Spirit will help us as we read His Word. Know what to put into practice, how to put it into practice, how to grow in Him. Because that's what we do when we're rooted and built up, huh? We continue to grow. Continue to grow. We read it, we put it into practice. We talked about this Wednesday night in the Bible study. What happens when we fill up, fill up, fill up? If it doesn't have an outlet, if we don't practice it, we're so filled up we can't move anymore. All oh, them were stuck in our pews. Then how does a dying world, a lost world, know about him? How do people who need pointed in the right direction get discipleship? If we're not properly rooted and built up in him. Can we respond to the word by singing? Hymn number 436.
my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but halfway lean on Jesus' name. Holy. Do you wholly lean on Him this morning? We can. He helps us. And Lord, I do thank You for this time we've had in Your Word. I thank You for how Your Word is living and active, sharper than a double-edged sword, divides. Now I'm forgetting the Scripture, God, but joints and marrow, soul and spirit, Your Word does its work in us. Thank You for how Your Word speaks to us. Lord, help us. Help us not to beat ourselves up. I know it can be discouraging to say, oh, there I didn't do it again. I didn't didn't read the Bible today. But Lord, help us to fall in love with Your Word. Fall deeper, deeper in love with You, Jesus. To want to spend time with You in that way. Even if we just start small with five, ten minutes a day just in our favorite chair and in Your Word. Lord, help us to not only hear the Word, but put it into practice. And I thank You for how not only does it transform us, but it helps others when they see Your Word and work in our lives. And Lord, may we put our hope in nothing else but You. Love you, Lord. Thank you for this time we've had to be here together. May you bless us as we sing this hymn. And we give you all the glory, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen.
one final word on your spiritual diet. Jesus calling. When you put it away, and you still need dessert, my utmost for his highest, by Oswald Chambers. Anything by Dallas Willard, Eugene Peterson, or A.W. Tozar. You'll be well fed. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your grace. Go and be His people, making disciples of all nations. Love you. Lord bless. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.